Hey y'all, this is Shanice with the Woman at the Well podcast. I'm so excited today because I have a guest again. Woohoo! Yay! I wish y'all could see me. One day I'm gonna be making some videos too. Watch. But anyway, <laughs> I'm so excited to have Tiffany Walker here with me today. She's a wife and a mother of four. How you doing today? I am well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Can't you tell? Can't you can't you feel all this energy in the room? Ooh. I wish I had some of it. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, so what does the woman at the well mean to you? When I think of a well, I think of a place that you can go and draw from. You know, that's something you don't want the well to run dry, but the well is it gives you what you need. Whatever you need, you can draw it from the well. Okay, that's what I say. You know, uh, or you know, kind of like the you know the song to say what you need is at the table. Yes, it's at the table. <laughs> but anyway, um. Yes, so today we're going to talk about um, your experience with your last pregnancy that you had. Okay, that was an experience. It was an experience. Yeah. Uh, could you tell the listeners a little bit about um, what we're going to be talking about as far as your pregnancy is concerned? And the, I don't want to say issues, but the situations that arose. Well, I was, uh, at the time, I was working in banking and I wasn't feeling too well. I thought I just had a sinus infection, you know, while I was pregnant. And everybody knows in banking, the first of the month is pretty busy. So I was like, okay, before the first, I'm going to go to the doctor and get something for the sinus infection. Well, I sit down at the doctor while he took my blood pressure when I was coming for a sinus infection. I don't know. But he took my blood pressure and it was really high. And he said, uh, I need you to go over to labor and delivery. I said, for what? He said, that blood pressure is too high and it's not coming down. And so when I went over to labor and delivery, they immediately admitted me into the hospital and my journey started there. Okay, so how far along were you then? I was only 20, no, I was only 23 weeks at the time. 23 weeks pregnant. I stayed in the hospital, well, she was delivered at 24 and 1. Okay, so... What was this like? Because this was your fourth, fourth pregnancy. Fourth pregnancy at the time. And so what was it like in uh, respect to the other three pregnancies? Well, my first two pregnancies went along without a breeze. With You know, it was a breeze. The third pregnancy, toward the end, I developed preeclampsia and I was put on bed rest uh, for about two weeks with her. So that wasn't a big ordeal. This uh, last pregnancy, it was I had preeclampsia the whole time, so we were worried about my blood pressure the entire pregnancy. So that was the only difference was keeping my blood pressure under control. But the terror of being admitted into the hospital at 23 weeks, I was like, oh, they'll get my blood pressure together and I'll be going home. But no, that never happened. So did you end up getting better and delivering full term? Oh. How was your road? I uh, I ended up having an emergency cesarean. And it was like the seven days, because they took her on the eighth. The seven days that I was there, every day I had a doctor come in preparing me for her to die. You know, the term that they used was viability was low. It was way too early to, uh, and then with the ultrasounds and everything that they were doing, they said that the fetus looked really small. 
at the time as well. So they were preparing me for her not to make it. Okay, so well, that's, that's pause right there. Because so how did that make you feel? Not just as a mother, you know, but as a believer. When someone telling you, you know, uh, trying to prepare you to basically plan your child's funeral before they even get here. What really helped me through this whole situation was the fact that I was brought up in church. Uh, I had a mother that, you know, church wasn't an option. I couldn't be like, Mom, I don't want to go to church today. It was, no, you're going to church. And it wasn't like I could play and not pay attention. Not only did I have to attend, but I had to learn something and pay attention. So my faith is what kept me. I understood that my children already belonged to God. So if he took her, if he was ready to take her, then that, that, he, that was his. He had that right. And I knew that he would give me what I needed to get through that. So doing it all, I just relied on my faith. And, you know, I know it's going to sound weird, but I love hymns. So I reverted back to old time hymns. That's, you know, that's what helped me. When you hear songs like Near the Cross, Keep Me Near the Cross, I needed to remain in my physical spirit near the cross. I needed to know that I can trust him. Right. So, you know, that was, you know, a big thing for me. Even after she was born and in the NICU, I sang hymns to her. I didn't sing, you know, nursery rhymes because she needed spiritual healing. I knew that that was a situation that only God could control. I needed him to keep me. Yes, yes. I, I, you know, you know, I feel you on that because I have um, two of my children that was born premature and they were... Um, in the NICU for a while and so I can definitely identify with that situation um but what was it like uh dealing with naysayers and people uh you know like the ones who who was thinking maybe you should have you know like kind of like giving up not have hope and things like that because I know that I experienced that in my life you know not just with those last two pregnancies you know the two pregnancies that were premature but even with my last pregnancy well even you know when dealing with naysayers is you have to have that thought with all you have is a little faith okay so okay. you know uh that's how i uh dealt with that because i tell people that i serve an impossible god and seeing what he done, what he's done in Legacy's life, which that's her name, Legacy, I know that he's an impossible God. For her to be born early, you know, I have doctors to tell me, uh, you're lucky. And I have to tell them, no, we're blessed. She, you know, I've had people, the doctors say, well, my baby who was born that early, you know, she has cerebral palsy. You know, and it's, I'll continue to keep you all in my prayers, but I am thankful for what God has done for Legacy. Right, right. Yes, yes. And she's such an amazing kid, too. <laughs> she, she is full of energy. And, you know, for, you know, the first few years of her life, it still was a lot of doctor's appointments because even after, you know, with her being born early, she had a hole in her heart. So when she was right about a year old, we had to go back for them to close the hole that was in her heart. She had to see eye doctors. Uh, she had to see the, uh, I can't remember, it was like for a premature baby. She had to see that doctor for a long time. And yes, if you don't mind me sharing, you know, like I remember um, 
a time or two where you called me and you asked me like how did I how did you deal with it and it's like at the school that she goes to she goes to a school that helps with uh, special children and I get her paperwork back and all the paperwork is telling me how where she's not where she's not where she's supposed to be she you know she needs to catch up she's still behind and I wanted to know how did you deal with that and that was a bad place for me and I even called uh, my nephew uh, and he told me he brought up your son he said you remember how little Sam started behind now he's ahead until you know God can do it right right because you know a lot of people don't know you know um, my son Samuel you know um, he was born the earliest out of all my children and he was uh, had a developmental delay mm-hmm. and um so I know about those things. So I bet I bet these listeners say, Shanice, what, what have you not experienced? But I have experienced a lot of stuff. But um, I understand uh, that when it comes to um, you seeing your child and, and you like, okay, so why my child, you know, for me, you know, why my child is not like how one wasn't born, how these other children were. You know, um, why do I have to go through this? You know, like I went through that a little bit for myself, especially with Samuel. And then I just had to come to, you know, at first, you know, at first the enemy tries to play little tricks and games with you (laughs) in your mind and have you thinking all crazy stuff. And, you know, like, you know, you be wondering why this happened? Why, God, why did you lie to What did I do? What I didn't do? As Pastor Ross was telling me in our interview, you know, try to analyze yourself, pick yourself apart and things like that. And be like, but some things is just in the Lord's plan for us. And I have to tell myself, if God didn't think that I could handle the situation, he wouldn't have given it to me. So it's my job to handle it with grace. It's not always about me. It's people watching how I handle things. So I have to handle my situations with grace. Yes, because what do you watch me? <laughs> and then you came back and asked me, exactly. how did you deal with that? Right. And, and so that's what it's about, right? Yeah, even though you're in a situation, don't mean that the situation has to control you. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. And so... I, I like to always be in control. You know, and next year I'll be dealing with uh, Legacy will be leaving the school that she's at and entering, you know, regular school because she'll be a kindergartner. So as a mom, I still have that protective thing. You know, is she going to be behind? Will she be able to keep up with everybody in regular school? Are people going to bully her and mess with her because she's different? So even then, I have to teach my children to be in control of a situation. Right. And handle it with grace. We, You know, it's like Michelle Obama say, when they go low, we go high. Well, you know, I'm experiencing that too with Samuel. You know, yeah. like going back into school, you know, he's been out um, what, for four years now? And so he's getting ready to enter the school back again and I'm just like pan- in, in a little bit of panic mode and I'm just like, Lord, I'm just going to leave it to you because um, he is kind of small in stature for his age, you know, and things like that. And, and children can't, I mean, it's unintentional because they're honest, but they don't know that sometimes their honesty can be cruel. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm glad that you came to join me today and chatted up and talked to me a little bit. But before I let you go, I would like to um, 
I would like to tell you that um, I don't even know. Okay, so I was uh, talking the other day, and I was uh, telling someone, I said, you know, I had a sister, which everybody didn't know that you, <laughs> now they about to find out, ain't they? I had a sister, and I think that um, she had, did you have two babies in that time frame, Ronnie, and I was trying to have a baby? I did. I had uh, Lyric and Legacy. And I said, I had a sister, she had two babies in that time frame that we were trying to, and I said, I was so bitter, you know, not not necessarily against her, you know, with her, but just with people in, in general that were having babies, and I'm having my miscarriages and things like but, that. But, you know, but I can understand that because before Lyric, before I had Lyric, which that's my rainbow baby, y'all can look that up. Yeah, because that's what I say, that's what Josh, <laughs> Joshua is. Uh, I had a really bad miscarriage where... I bled out, I passed out, and everything. And before, in, in that time period, before I got pregnant with Lyric, right after that miscarriage, we would go to restaurants, and I would see people with their babies. And I wouldn't say that I was, like, like envious or upset, but it made me miss the what I could have had or what I should have had, I feel. Girl, I was just bitter. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you the truth. I was, but I was saying that to say that, you know, I was telling them, you know, I couldn't even go to your baby, one of your baby showers, and I remember you saying, you didn't come to my baby shower, but I just couldn't make it. I just couldn't. It wasn't have anything to do with you or nothing like that. I think we never really talked about that. You know, you just know I didn't show up. You know, I was just having an episode, a moment. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, um, think that we're just having pity parties, want people to feel sorry for us. But that's those are uh, real issues to they be are. dealt with in those times. So, you know, I just want to let you know that, you know, like I wasn't uh, avoiding you or you know, like trying to put a damper on your party or to make you feel some type of way in that moment. But I had my own things that I was experiencing and dealing with during that time too. And that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I want you to know that that's okay. I don't want you to walk around feeling bad because like you say, we all have things that that we have to deal with and we all deal with things differently. And we need to allow people to deal with things in a way that's comfortable for them. My way of dealing with grief is not going to be your way of dealing with grief. You know, your excitement may not be my excitement. It's kind of like when I graduated with my master's. Oh, my husband and my mom, they wanted me to go to graduation. But I was just fine with them mailing me my degree. I didn't have to sit through that ceremony. But to appease them, (laughs) I went ahead and I, you know, I sat through it. Yeah, it was a good feeling, but our levels of what we needed for that moment were different. Okay. Yeah, so I appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, if anyone would like to have any information on being a guest on the Shanice P. Brown podcast, The Woman at the Well, you can go to www.shanicepbrown.com. Or if you just have any questions that you, or things that you would like for me to discuss or talk about on the podcast, you can go to the website or you can email me, info at ShanicePBrown.com. Or if you just want to support this podcast, you can go to the website. Thank you. Have a great day.